Welcome to another episode of Esoteric Eros. This is your podcast host, Anastasia. On today's episode, we will be going over the three degrees of sexual magic. I will start with an important introduction segment and then move on to break down the three degrees. Please keep in mind that I'm not here to convince anybody of anything. I'm simply laying out the information and groundworks for anybody that requires it, seeking this information, or simply any individual who enjoys learning more about esoteric concepts. Let's begin. Many individuals speak of sex magic with no real understanding of its concept. The ultimate aim of this practice is learning to direct your sexual energy in a controlled manner. As magic, in its essence, is arousal, the energy of creation, life force energy, which then allows one to produce certain material or spiritual results. One of the ultimate goals of all occult or magical practice is learning to gain control over your astral light. Being able to control one's sexual energy is obtained through a couple of disciplined practices such as meditation, maintaining physical health, and prayer. Developing a strong foundational spiritual practice will be required in order to practice sex magic to obtain tangible results. Sitting in asana each day for meditation is very important, as sex magic requires both women and men to be able to accumulate, expand, and then discharge energy as directed. If they are unable to do so, then the desired result won't be achieved. The practice does not have to be anything complex, although consistency will be required. If one is unable to dedicate a simple 5 or 10 minute practice each day, counting and trusting themselves to stay committed, then how can they be certain of themselves in anything they do, they claim, or want to commit themselves towards? Disciplinary practices as such will only help one become more reliable to themselves and then others. Starting with a practice called asana, a meditation practice, one should learn to remain totally still, sitting in a position comfortably where you are able to keep your spine completely straight for this period of time. Close your eyes and allow your busy brain to lose yourself in the darkness of your mind. At first, many thoughts will surface and you may have to keep returning yourself to center. You may find yourself having a really hard time staying committed to the practice or having difficulty remaining still and clearing your mind. Some days will be easier than others, but as with anything else, consistency and practice will increase your ability. Being in control of your sexual energy is a concept most people had never been taught of, except probably the few who had been born into highly religious communities or families. As many Abrahamic scripture do in fact amplify on this factor, but in a more controlling sense, they're not teaching the dualistic side of the coin. This is why hardly any individuals will be able to successfully pull off this practice. Keeping in mind that I'm not trying to preach a life of strict celibacy for a man. 
since he must face temptation in order to ever really overcome it. Meaning for most that a man will have to live out his sexual fantasy to a point before actually ever gaining control over the seemingly uncontrollable urge, causing him to project his energy against his will uncontrollably. Some people will tell you that you don't need a partner to perform sex magic. And although there may be a small exception for that, for the most part, you will be needing to be in a stable, committed relationship, making sure that there is no sexual leakages on, the, on either side. This means that no sexual energy falls outside of the relationship that being from self-pleasure or infidelity. Also, with recent popular online trends, spreading manifestation techniques, such as the O method, meaning the orgasm method. Your sexual energy is very strong. And so using a method such as the O method to get into the minds of others will work if done correctly. But there is a difference and they are not done for the same purpose. Although the potency of one's personal energy versus then two people uniting will never be able to acquire the same sort of result. Just as spells, rituals become stronger when more minds are focused on the same outcome. Sex magic is done to reunite the dualistic mind and source. Another reason being why many people will never successfully perform sexual magic is once a person starts to gain control over their sexual energy, all sorts of different hostile energetic beings will want to drain or use the accumulated energy against you so that they can control you, having you compromise your free will in some manner. This is why especially for men, it is important for them to redeem the woman he truly wants as a sexual partner, lover, and shakti, as she will be the only thing that can protect them from astral invasions and having other yin beings drain him of his sexual energy. When one is unable to be in control over this, it is the equivalence to soul loss as anything that can stir up emotion out of you and agitate you, being lust, anger, jealousy, etc. has some sort of control over you, unless you have willingly chosen so. When an individual has gained control over their sexual energy they become like the god or goddess of their own universe, which will then grant them total freedom. Knowing yourself and your true essence of expression is really important on this journey as you start to unprogram yourself from the beehive mind. I will now go over the three degrees of sexual magic and let you guys know where you can learn more afterward. Quick note, a couple in a strong, committed relationship may be able to start right into the second degree if they feel they are capable of the first. First degree, abstaining from all sexual activity unless you are trying to have a child. At this stage, one must be focused on developing control over the body and mind. A person's will 
can be false or misleading if it is found from one's mental state, emotional wants, or rational mind. Instead, it is found in the raw, pure state of one's libido. If a person's libido is yet not purified, then the desires are still rooted in shallowness. Understanding the connection and difference between one's conscious and subconscious mind can help one clarify this within themselves. As for a woman, this is not encouraging her to refrain from beautification practices or engaging in activities that stir her sexual appetite. As the woman's role spiritually is sexual in nature, she should take this time to think about her own sexual desires and fantasies while still learning to let her libido move through her in all of her actions. If a woman is single at this time and wants to increase her magnetic qualities and attract a good partner, then she can increase her water element by learning how to build up her sexual energy but not releasing it. Then learning how she can feel this sexuality run throughout all her movements and actions throughout the day. When a woman learns how to withhold an orgasm, she is learning how to expand her moladhara center and build the foundation to hold more energy inside of her. This way, she can centralize each of her daily experiences instead of only experiencing sexuality in the genitals. Now, I will quote a section from the book Psychic Wedlock written by Ida Craddock, explaining an example of the meaning of mastering control over one's body and mind and the crucial importance of clear-headedness. The following conception will, I think, be found to have at least the merit of simplicity. Every act of the individual is an expression, something pressed out from the inner to the outer, the process consists of three stages. Let us say that a man, one, conceives the idea of pushing a ball out of his path. Two, he determines how the ball shall be pushed aside, with hand or foot, gently or powerfully, powerfully, etc. Three, at the command of his mentality, his body performs the act of moving the ball. To produce the desired result, then two factors occur. One, the conception of moving the ball from his path. Two, definite thinking out of the method and transmission of the order to the body. If the second stage be gone through with clearly within the man's mental mentality, the result in the third and final stage of the process will be an exact expression of his original conception. Quotation, I will push that ball out of my path. But if his method of pushing the ball aside be not planned out properly so that his mind fails to exercise full control of the bodily muscles, he will find the inter of ball successfully oppose him. And he may stub his toe or let the ball drop on his pet corn before he accomplishes his intention. The second degree will be focused on building up your sexual energy without any kind of orgasm release. The longer you can do this, the better. Although starting off small is fine. 
For some, this will be extremely difficult, and for others, perhaps less challenging. When and if you and your partner are ready to move to this stage, you could start by having sex every day or every other day for two to three minutes or whatever amount of time you believe you can resist. Women generally will be able to go much longer without an orgasm. I might not recommend moving too quickly as to wait until the last moment before releasing for the man, unless he is already advanced at withholding himself. Perform this for six days, and on the seventh day, you may both allow yourself to release. Please do keep in mind that the ultimate goal you are leading up to is to be able to have you and your partner both climax at the same exact moment together. Don't be surprised while you start to practice with your partner that they may not at first be able to withhold themselves until you are ready. As you continue your practice, it is recommended to increase the number of days sex is had and the withholding of the release. This will allow both partners to develop full control over their sexual energy and so, when they are ready to perform sex magic, the male will be able to withhold long enough for the female. This stage is also very important as it will help the couple gain control over where the sexual energy is being directed to make sure it is not being drained by any other unseen force. There are many different ways your partner's sexual energy can be drained from outside the relationship, such as porn, online sexual imagery, and also on the astral plane. Please understand that you won't be able to control your partner's sexuality. But if your partner is having a difficult time moving away from any of these, a good practice, practice is asking your partner to write down his sexual fantasies, both partners. The woman should have been contemplating this in the first stage. But if she is still uncertain of any, that is fine. Please keep in mind that this partnership will require full trust, no judgments from each other. The fantasies you may first hear might make you feel really uncomfortable in some manner. Please just let it sit in your mind for a few days, if so, before acting on emotional impulse. Please also keep in mind that you are not obligated to act out each or any of these fantasies, but just the process alone of releasing them from the subconscious mind by writing them down will help. If possible, it will have greater effect if you are able to act out some of these fantasies for your partner, allowing him to move away from the above-mentioned outlets. This may seem like a lot of pressure, but please do keep in mind that as a man needs to learn to restrict, the woman must learn to become unrestricted, open up, and expand. Building up your astral awareness will be crucial so that neither of you are doing anything on there against your conscious will such as men need to also avoid involuntary orgasm caused by dreams this might need a whole episode on its own but you can start becoming more aware of your astral behavior by dream journaling the third degree this is when the couple is now ready to merge body mind and spirit 
turning sex into a ritual experience of communication with the deity or god, now worshipping your partner as a god or goddess, thus understanding that your body is a temple, your body is a laboratory of creation, through which one can reform any division of such three. The couple will now worship each other, as will and love are now one. The couple can now engage in sex and build up the energy for their climax. Once they are both ready to climax, they can release together and be able to visualize and meditate on their desired goal at the time of orgasm. During this ritual, the couple should offer their orgasm to God and, if felt called, also offer food and wine. Becoming before, but now, you will both be the embodiments of the God and Goddess, which slowly increasingly becomes recognized over time. As always, I encourage you to do your own research, and if you'd like to learn more about this topic, then I would recommend the following books. Psychic Wedlock by Ida Craddock. Also, for a more fun sort of read, Moon Magic and Sea Priestess by Dion Fortune. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And if you have been enjoying my work, then please consider donating and supporting my work through the tab link under my Instagram bio. As you may notice, I have been recording with a very cheap microphone or sometimes my phone. And your contribution will not only be highly appreciated, but you'll be contributing to making this podcast even better. I hope you guys have a great start to your week.